0: My name is Adam Eberhardt, and you are listening to the Emerald Podcast Network.
1: Hey there, this is Matthew Brock, a writer for the Daily Emerald, and with me today is
0: Eric Shute, a videographer for the Daily Emerald.
1: And today we've decided to come back for one final encore show of our fantastic Emerald Gaming podcast. We touched a little bit uh, last time about cheat codes and decided let's get one more in for all our you know potential fans out there. Uh, one last goodbye for you guys.
0: Yeah, one more, one more for the road. So today we're talking about cheat codes, kind of like our experiences with them, you know, in uh, in gaming and kind of how they've kind of gone away. Yeah, what happened to them? They're
1: all mysteriously vanished on the way of the dinosaur.
0: Yeah, they, you know, I I remember uh back back in the day, back in like middle school elementary school, whenever you get like a new game, you you would play through it and then eventually when you hit a point where you're stuck, you'd go online and there'd be like walkthroughs and then there'd also be like, you know, those uh those cheat code websites. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, I saw I, uh a lot of times I still look up a guide for a game occasionally whenever I'm just having a hard point and generally the, the first thing to come up will be like dark soul 3 cheats and hacks and I'm like <laughs>
0: cheats for dark Souls 3 really yeah yeah I mean uh, I don't know I, I have a lot of memories of kind of like you know you you'd have like special uh menus and, and all these kind of secret like hints and and Easter eggs I think I don't know. I mean, the most the most like famous cheat code in history is the Konami code. Of oh, course. definitely.
1: And if I remember right, that was their like testing code to make sure everything in the game worked to give infinite lives. And the game was so difficult, they're like, "We'll just send this out to everyone so people can actually <laughs> beat our game."
0: <laughs> I actually didn't know that. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not 100 percent I'm pretty sure that's the history behind it, though. It was so hard that everyone's like, "We just can't do this. You're- we don't have enough lives."
0: You're talking about Contra, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the famous. Uh, but it also applied, I think, all their games as well. That one one sheet code worked on all the games.
1: Yeah, it's a little. I'd say it's a little past my gaming generation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I still remember. I remember the days when the internet was still in like its fledgling states. Like you could look up this stuff, and you wouldn't be able to find it still. So there was still a bit of, I guess, mystique about cheat codes. I remember. I had a Star Wars Episode Three video game. It was like a dueling game. It's fantastic, highly underrated. I have it somewhere. I should play it again one of these days. But in the manual, it talked about, like, hey, you can call this hotline to get some special cheat codes. And it had, like, Yoda on there. He's like, hmm, cheating is bad, but these would be a great advantage. (laughs) Wink, wink. So it's just kind of interesting. I think it... I think it was kind of a way back in the day to make some like mystique for the game because there's like, oh, there's something to discover. I remember a lot of the time cheat codes would be like unlocks at the end of the game. Like now you can go back and play it invincible if you just want to play some more fun. But you remember anything like that?
0: I remember I had a copy of Tack and the Power of Juju oh. and I completely skipped to the end with cheat codes. I played like <laughs> zero of that game. I just, I, went, I, I I unlocked all the levels, went to the boss, made myself invisible and one and so you you there, I, there were there were cheat codes that allowed you to pretty much just kind of like be invincible skip parts of the game big head mode was in a lot of games yeah Do you um, remember that
1: let's see was that in goldeneye
0: i think it started in goldeneye but it's been yeah. in, other, in other games too so yeah what
1: probably my biggest my biggest thing is i play a lot of blizzard games and again it's another another company that's kind of tossed out the idea of cheat codes but or um, Starcraft 2, really hard to beat without cheat codes. The last few levels in that are insane. Um, Warcraft 3, it was fun. You, there's like one to give you infinite resources, one to make your unit spawn instantly. That was fun for just having these giant crazy battles. And uh, again, when I was a kid, that game was a little too difficult for me. So it kind of helped me see that game to the end and kind of experience the story when I was like 12 like, I, I can pull it off today, no problem, but it's, like, build order, upgrades, uh.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, when you're younger, you kind of need those cheat codes. When you get older, you don't really, uh, need them anymore. And I
1: think that's kind of, I think back in the day, that might have been the appeal of them. Like, not everyone plays a game because they want to, like, challenge their skill. Some, like, this game has a neat story. I kind of just want to, you know, play through that a bit. Like, I don't really care about beating the boss per se i want to see what happens after i beat him so i think that's kind of maybe one thing they were going for back in the day
0: do you remember i remember for game boy they had like it was like it was kind of like a game genie
1: yeah uh, for for
0: game boy and you put it on and i knew i remember for pokemon specifically it was it was third party game shark Shark. oh my gosh (gasps) game shark i remember game shark
1: you like you you'd get friends at school and they would be you'd god there was like this kind of Pokemon click, right? Uh-huh, and everyone uh-huh. was like, people were like doing the egg thing, to, like make the best Pokemon. <laughs> this yeah. is this is more so, uh, I think, middle and high school. But then you'd have the one kid who'd come with a Game Shark, and you'd like have invincible, like perfect stats, shiny, legendary Pokemon, and you'd be like, you cheating son of a gun! <laughs> and like, from my understanding, that's even these days a problem with big Pokemon tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the winners are like. Oh really? You have a a shiny perfect stat uh what's it called? A, a shiny Mew perfect too. stack whatever and you you want you just won with that? <laughs> you you know, like people do the math and like it would have taken him pr- like a 1 in like a 20 million chance or something to get this guy.
0: Well, maybe maybe he's just that lucky. Well, maybe, maybe he's just—he's the chosen one. He's the Ash Ketchum. <laughs> but,
1: but yeah, there's a there's definitely a lot of Ash Ketchum garbage Pokemon trainer, by the way. Oh. Anyway, um, but there's a lot of there's a lot of animosity there because people get really upset. They're like, I work so hard to get my Pokemon up to snuff, and then mm-hmm. these other people just cheat and take a quick way. But I suppose it's kind of it's interesting because competitively. Uh, things like Pokemon, like, it really comes down to, like, mechanics-wise, right? Like, I, I suppose in the end, you know, if you can win with on an equal playing field with proper mechanics, it's all fine. And they did, in the latest Pokemon, we talked about that a while back, I remember, they added a thing where, like, you use a special item and all your Pokemon have, like, perfect HVs and IVs and stuff.
0: I think I kind of remember that, the new Pokemon yeah. game, them adding in... Stuff, but I know that especially with uh with modding nowadays, I feel like modding has kind of taken taking over cheat codes because you don't really need cheat codes anymore because you can just kind of mod the game or hack it or you have these kind of third party. You have the you have the Game Shark, which is awesome, <laughs> or you have like other things. Yeah,
1: like, it's it's really big on PC gaming. You can you can more or less kind of find a mod for for just about everything. You know, you want to add AK 47s to Skyrim. Like, how do what do you think of those dragons or? you know add different stuff like fallouts another really popular one Mm -hmm. um and then even like in terms of pc games you can just use console commands like if i'm playing fallout there's always like this nick in the like this thing nagging in the back of the mind it's like i could spawn any item in the game right in front of me right now you know just by typing in a code but then it's not fun it's not like what's what's the point of playing the game then
0: I think, I think cheating and cheat codes are more interesting when they're more like a feature yeah. that they don't really hide anymore because you can just look it up online. Everyone knows it. So they don't really put in, I mean, Easter eggs are still a thing, but cheat codes, its they're not special anymore.
1: Yeah. And I think it's kind of just a consequence of the internet. But another thing is, I think another thing that's kind of not just mods, but microtransactions, I think those are also kind of replacing cheat codes. Really? Because it used to be back in the day, like put in this cheat code to get the special costume. Now it's pay 5.99 to get this special costume.
0: So are you saying DLC killed the cheat codes? DLC killed a lot
1: of things, and
0: it has been confirmed. <laughs> first tier, first tier. Br- Matt Brock confirms it. Cheat codes have been killed by microtransactions. You heard it here first. <laughs>
1: um, among other things. Um, you know, it started the infamous horse armor. Uh, <laughs> you know? You, I heard of that. Uh, uh, Mar- or, uh, gosh, what is it? A- Cyrodiil's a dangerous place, but you know what would really help out? Some nice armor for your horse.
0: So, yeah, f- uh, for those uh, listening who don't know, so in, I believe it was Morrowind?
1: No, no. In, it was uh, one before that. Elder Scrolls Oblivion. It was really honestly the expansion packs and stuff like that had been in the video game industry before that but kind of the first major dlc was armor for your horse in the game of the elder scrolls oblivion which was useless it it was was it it just cosmetics i think it, it i think it may have given your horse a little bit extra armor but it didn't really add anything to the game and it was really kind of Testing the waters for DLC. It was uh, like you know, it was on Xbox Live, um, the store, and all that. But it was really—I mean, it ended up being a huge success. We get DLC in just about everything. Entire games are subsidized on these DLC and microtransactions. Like, if you ever played a free-to-play game, the only reason that's afloat is because someone's buying that special five ninety-nine costume.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, do you think cheat codes? Is there? Is there a comeback for cheat codes? Do you think? Is there? I mean, I feel like we're always going to have like kind of like a Game Shark kind of thing. Maybe I haven't seen anything for the for the DS, my knowledge, but I know there's there's something out there. Do you think that we could potentially cheat codes and that culture of kind of like this hidden like Easter egg kind of thing? You think that could ever come back? I mean, I think we've really moved past it. I mean, a lot of the
1: mystique of them has been just replaced with how video games have really developed in storytelling. Like, again, like, a lot of games had, like, at the end of the game, you can get, like, a special cheat code or unlock a new outfit or something. But a lot of games, like, Dark Souls, for example, that game is really about exploration and kind of discovering. Like, I feel the way that's presented in games nowadays is more compelling than just, like, finding codes and stuff like that. And then a lot of games just have, like it's not uncommon for a game to have a story mode difficulty of like the it's the combat and everything's totally not a challenge you can breeze through the game if all you want to do see is the story so i feel like we've in a lot of ways moved beyond the need for cheat codes i can't even remember a game in recent memories that had anything of the sort again the last game i played was probably starcraft and i got into that way late
0: Did did ukulele have cheek codes? Not that I not that I know of, but
1: Hmm. I've unfortunately. Other than hearing about the mixed feelings about it, haven't really peered into that game too much.
0: I feel like every podcast we have to bring up ukulele. I think <laughs> ukulele and Pokemon are always the things we have to bring
1: up. That's our, our staples. Staples
0: of the show. Yeah, that's what our, that's what our core audience wants to hear. They're here for the ukulele and Pokemon jokes.
1: Hey, if I remember right, that Pokemon episode did fantastic. Oh boy. But... Okay. Okay.
0: Self promotion.
1: Anyway, I don't know. Cheat codes. They're kind of the thing of a bygone era. I feel like a lot of game like. In a lot of ways, I feel like we don't need them anymore, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. again, with mods and everything. And then, again, like microtransactions, I feel like those are really cheats in their own way. What do you think? Are microtransactions uh, cheats? Let's put it this way. You've Hmm. got, I believe it was Dead Space 3. There was a scrap mechanic where you could pick up scrap within the game, Mm -hmm. and you could use it to build better weapons.
0: I, I wouldn't say a cheat code is necessarily I, I wouldn't equivalent it to a microtransaction transaction Well code. hold on. Yeah so you
1: can get all the scrap in the game, uh huh, or you can spend five ninety nine for a thousand
0: of it. I, I know what a microtransaction is. <laughs>
1: just just making sure. Okay, I get it. But I don't know, like why can't I just have a code that does that that gives me a thousand. Because
0: then they don't make money, Matt. They don't make money. How how you know, poor poor Blizzard and, you know, you uh, know Activision you know, they need those microtransactions because otherwise, how are they, they going to stay afloat? What, they're going to make, you know, $1 billion instead of $2 billion? No, no, God no, no, forbid, no. God, God forbid, forbid they
1: can make a complete game. <laughs> sell that. Oh, my God. A complete fair and balanced game.
0: That's what that's what I hate. You don't have a complete game anymore. You, you you get a game, and then they just sell it to you in bits and pieces, or they plan it out to be like, okay, here's the main game, but, you know, you, you get the season pass because that's where all the cool stuff is. We're going to add that in later and it's just like i just want my game to buy it and to play it and have the thing and it's all the things that are going to be in the thing and it's done so many games just don't have
1: an ending these days it was a problem with uh, dead rising 4 it was a problem with mass effect 3 that's a big one they're just like they give a bad ending or just don't have an ending and then they tack it on and charge you later i remember i loved fallout 3 but when you finish the story in that game, you finish the game. Yeah. Then they came out with a DLC, which is excellent by the way, mm-hmm. that let you keep playing after you did that. But the problem is like
0: I should be able to be able to keep playing anyway. I think in that situation, I think they were just I think Bethesda was just being dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and then and they went back and fixed it, which is kind of what's good about DLC. They can fix things that suck or they can add on more. But I mean, if they
1: But they went the same route in the in the sequel except you know
0: there was no play after option okay okay um so i think we're running out of time so do you have any closing thoughts on uh cheat codes for uh, wonderful listeners i don't know they're gone i won't say good riddance but i think
1: we've outgrown them
0: i think i think i guess, I guess all i say is that cheat codes they were nice while they were here they're kind of like a fad like pogs or or what or or what (laughs) fidget spinners are today they're the fidget spinners collect all the cheat codes today of the mid to of the mid 2000s and late 90s they were nice while they were there but i don't think they can exist now so it's just nice to think back about them and you know it's it's, remember them fondly yeah it's nostalgia really cheat codes are are nostalgia
1: well it's been great talking with all you guys i'll see you around this has been matthew brock Uh, and this has been eric shoot thanks for listening to the emerald podcast network